Progate Racing presents Show Us Your Tips. Daggy and Bees are with you on the eve. Well, if uh, we were on the doorstep of spring last week, the doorbell's well and truly being rung, Beaver. It's uh, PB Lawrence Stakes Day at Caulfield, and uh, the up-and-coming has been moved to Kembla, but we'll talk about that as well. How's lockdown life, and uh, how was midweek racing? Yeah, midweek racing was pretty good, Daggy. I think uh, we had a pretty... Uh prosperous day if i remember correctly with some nice winners across the board uh started well with the first winner up uh in the north uh star tontes and uh, continue to do um back some winners throughout the day that was some sort of win too star star tontes it was a uh, very impressive. yeah it was a nice win um but yeah we, we uh, flowed on all the way through the day uh and uh gearing up for spring for those joining us dag and be there are with you uh, each and every week, twice a week for racing previews. We do our Saturday and midweek Wednesday previews for progroupracing.com.au. Check them out for their free tips and extensive guides. Uh, but we are heading into uh, the best part of our second year doing this now. Uh, had a fair track record along the way. And on the eve of spring, I'm glad for if you've joined us for the first time and if you have been on board for a while, uh, yeah, stick around and hopefully we'll find some winners. Let's head to Caulfield first, hey, for the feature meeting, which is uh, the rail is in the eight-metre mark at Caulfield, and it is a good track, good track at both venues, which is nice to see, and some good horses are back. Uh, any thoughts on how the track might play? Yeah, I wasn't quite sure how the track would play. I was probably looking uh, early on to play it a bit safe, and I was looking for horses on pace, yeah. Daggy, um, and probably look a bit uh, look for something the horses that finish on play them a bit safer and maybe just uh, save on those, but uh, we'll see. And then the pattern may change throughout the day. Um, yeah, hard to know. Yeah, I was thinking uh, on pace is safest uh, for today, so we'll see how it pans out. But I've, I've treated it as a, a typical uh, dry core field where on pace is definitely no disadvantage. Or we kick off with a 1,700-metre fillies and mares uh, to start off, uh, a few coming off some decent wins. Uh, how are you starting the day? Yeah, don't I don't see too many chances in this race. Um, look, I've gone for so you assume on the basis that it'll be uh, in the lead or just off the pace. It's formed these last four starts have been outstanding, uh, super impressive last start. Looks here to probably go forward, um, sit sit on the pace, if not be the pace, and will be the hardest to run past. So so you assume for me, main danger, Luna Flair, uh, will get back in the field. Again, a uh, fairly consistent horse, uh, but does get back and will be flushing home, suited by the 1700. So just depends how, how quick they do go up front and if there is enough pace on for it to come from back in the field. Yeah, I was with you. Uh, obviously, a mare coming off a win. It was pretty impressive. Had some favours there at Mooney Valley, but uh, it's going quite well. So you assume outside gate gives it no choice but to roll forward and Dean Yendall uh, won't mess around. And uh, I found the same sort of danger, but gate one early, it's probably going to be buried back and we'll need luck to be any chance. Uh, sort of taking on Barbie's Fox, which was the other chance in the market. Um, just saying that, that midweek form isn't as strong as... Um, it's going to have to be a bit better than that to chase down. So you assume if it repeats what it did last start. Correct. Yeah. Race number two is a mile handicap uh, where I thought there was a good thing here uh, and I tried to get it beat. I'll try to get it beat and couldn't, but I think High Strangers 
the only concern is now fifth up, but it's flying. It's um, got the, the draws fine, and there's no chases here. No, if it'll roll along in front, Ice Stranger will see if it's back. It will take over about 150 out and um, and win pretty impressively. I I'd want to see something. Like you mentioned it first up, uh, Dark Dream, sort of sat at the back and did nothing first up. I'd like to see something from it to know if it's even with us anymore. Uh, but I think High Stranger might be a, a good thing here. How do you line them all up? Yeah, I think you're right. I think High Stranger looks uh, very hard to beat here. Uh, looks looks a really strong bet. The race looks to set up uh, nicely for it. As you said, no effort will probably bowl along. High Stranger will sit on its back and challenge, um, and particularly if it suits the on pace. The one I am interested in watching is Berade, uh, first up. Uh you know, first up over 1,600, does like uh, a little bit of ground. Um, so I'll be keen to see how fit it is and if they, again, can finish on from back in the field and it's fresh enough, Berade could be the knockout chance, but high stranger for me. Yeah, interesting to see where Berade fits in. Probably a, something like a Mooney Valley cap or a, one of those Friday night Mooney Valley features. Early spring might be the target there. Um, but it did go through four states last time and, and was pretty competitive. So, yeah, it might be interesting. Yeah. Interesting one to watch. Uh, race number three over the 1100, benchmark 78. Is this any more interesting for you, Beaver? Yeah, this is a pretty tough affair here. Uh, open market and loads of chances. Um, look, I've come up with um, Dirty Thoughts. Okay. Uh, I thought it would... I thought it returned nicely uh, up the straight at Flemington um, behind Kilcarney Royal and Space Boy. And then they took it to Morfittville uh, in a pretty good race where the track was heavy um, and Bo Rossa just absolutely annihilated him. Not sure it was suited by the, the, the super heavy ground there. Um, prior to that last prep, it had some really strong form around horses like Swats That at Mooney Valley. Um, so for a race like this, uh, I think it's a it's a really really big chance. It was in the market last start. Um, I think it might have even been favourite at one stage. Drawn the thirteens, a bit of a worry. Uh, so I'm not sure where it'll quite get to. But this isn't an overly difficult race. Uh, plenty of chances. So I've gone for a bit of value there in Dirty Thoughts. Uh, after last week, where I found too many off paces and pack markers, I defaulted to the on pace here. I, I think. I think Diamonds and Sky were better for the first up run. Uh, it just popped at about the 200. It was it held on okay once they started swamping. Uh, it doesn't go in the wet either, and now it's got a dry track. I think that's a tip as well. Will Price rides rides it quite well uh, and does has beaten Rainbeal and has some decent form uh, previous prep as well. I just think it'll roll along and be very hard to beat early early day Caulfield. It's no nothing wrong with rolling on in front. Um, I had a couple looks at second slip, but the trial was... It was a bit interesting. I know it was a heavy track, but um, it was ridden out and didn't really respond. It's got the big weight, so uh, I, I ended up just steering a little bit away from that. So diamonds in the sky for me. But um, what you found with Dirty Thoughts is interesting because um, it did start equal favourite against Bo Rossa, and even though Bo Rossa owned it, uh, you have to respect uh, respect that, I suppose. Uh, the 1,100-metre Mayor's version is next, a smaller field, but I don't know if it's any easier. Uh, Al Pooney did beat. Uh, Diamonds in the Sky last... Alpuni oh, Princess, I should say, did beat Diamonds in the Sky last start. Um, but a couple of shorter than it. Bella Nepotina is in this. Apparently, she won the Quisette. She's only four. Feels like she's been around for 10 years. Um, who have you got on top here? 
Yeah, I've gone for Paul's Regret. I think yeah. it's a really, really good good show here. Look, Paul's Regret flies first up. Uh, it's had four starts, two wins, two seconds. Um, so that is a really good point to hear fresh. And if you go back to last preparation, it's had some really good form in some really quality races. I mean, it was tipped out um, after it finished uh, back in the field behind Brooklyn Hustle. But prior to that, um, it was only three lengths off instant celebrity and subpoenaed. I think that might have even been the Goodwood, was it? Um, yes, yeah. Back in May. Um, prior to that, ran second at Caulfield uh, behind Labor. Thanks to yeah, um, second behind Laverod. Uh, prior to that, was only two lengths behind Chalet at Flemington over fourteen hundred, and then prior to that at Caulfield, where it's, it ran one point three lengths behind Probabile. Um, so look, that that form is really really good form for this. It goes well fresh, um, drawn well enough in gate three. I think Paul Paul's regrets a, a very nice bet here. Yeah, the the last trial. I don't know what happened in the last trial. It was um, tailed out, but it might it um, just might not have been with us. But before that, did win a trial as well. So uh, respect the talent there. I thought the other one here at the seven dollars fifty was Plaquette. It beat La Mexicana. Um, I know it had the rail there, but all honours. And then it beat Lady. Uh, what's her name? Miss Albania, who came out and bolted in last start. And I think the seven dollars fifty uh, was uh, easy enough way to have a bet as well if you can get each way it's a very comfortable bet from Paul's regret who you've mentioned and I respect Bella Nipotina but it's now in that sort of category it's been around forever it's on it's going to be on pace but um, I don't know if I want to have anything to do with it as favourite no I'm the same but you know there's six six genuine chances here you know Arapuni Princess was um, again if the pace is on uh, it's got a great finish so it you know, at eleven dollars, it's not the worst bet in the field either. No, that's right. Uh, race number five is the fourteen hundred meter benchmark eighty four, where you're with Jumbo Zaki last time. Uh, it is one of yours. It's one of your, of your top of your stable lists. It did get uh, a pretty good run and just missed last time. Are you sticking here? Yeah, I am sticking here. Uh, don't know enough about Elephant to to take the the price at the favourite as uh, favourite. Um, Jumbo Ozaki was very good last start behind King Magnus. King Magnus is flying. King Magnus probably should have, you know, was held up last start and wasn't given, you know, probably should have almost won that and had three or, three or so wins on the trot. Um, that's good form for me when you run a close second. It's third up here, uh, gate five, drawing to get the right run. Uh, should be at its peak fitness and has an, enough form on the board. So Jumbo Ozaki for me, Elephant obviously untapped, don't know much about it. Um, and similarly, uh, around $11, Ma, uh, Mahashat Akti, or wherever you say it. You. <laughs> Number 13. Uh, might be easier to say. Um, probably looking for a bit more ground. So mm. just depending on... Um, be interesting to watch it, it uh, how it finishes off its race, but no jumbo Ozaki for me could be just a bit too nippy here. Yeah, I um, I've got elephant on top. I think it's a talented horse. They've sent it, and I believe rhinoceros over is the uh, the two stable stars there. But uh, it hasn't beaten a lot, but it's rolled along on pace and been impressive enough. Damien Lane will take it to the front, and I guess we're going to find out what's under the bonnet here. But I, I just couldn't imagine him sending him over to not be better than eighty four grade. Uh, so I was happy to 
to start there, and its partner on the pace would be Imperial Lad, who's going to have the claim, the outside gate, so to roll forward as well. And it's around $11. Um, Alana Kelly's riding pretty well at the moment, so when she's got one job to take to the front, I think it can roll along and give us a chance. And we'll see about Azaki. I, I think I've just been a bit stung by it. Uh, it's in its last couple of preps, but it probably runs a place. Um, I don't think there's a lot, lot more depth other than that, so um, maybe a chance to link up horses we mentioned and have a result on the exotics there. The, uh, the good races start at race six, the group three vein for the boys, the three-year-olds that are coming back uh, in previous years. This has been won by our playboy, Bivouac, Russian Revolution, Sepoy, Turek Toff and Star Spangled Banner. So it's a good horses race, Beaver. This, I don't think there's any exception. This is a good field. Um, four genuine chances who I'm struggling to split. Can you split them? Yeah, I think it was a, a little bit the same. There was four genuine chances here, and there are struggling to split. I kind of, I kind of left Jigsaw out. I uh, really liked its first up win, but I, I was a bit disappointed second up. Uh, doesn't mean it can't win, but um, based on that, I just don't know. A bit worried about its class edge uh, against the other three. Um, I, I did narrow it down to ingratiating and general bow. Uh, I think both of those uh, are outstanding horses. I, I left out Generation just at this point. Uh, um, I thought Ingratiating's form, I've, I've led to Ingratiating. I just think it's its form. Um, well, that's clearly A-grade, isn't it? It's clearly A-grade form. Um, you know, finishing third in the in the slipper um, was a very nice run. Um and then prior to that, again, had good form against other good horses, has has run a very nice race at Caulfield, finishing a close second behind Artorias. Um, so it'll get around the track okay. Uh, first up, you know you're going to get a good good side for your money. Yeah, it's – um well, if you were to name the, the five Spruik two-year-olds from last year, uh, it's got form around all of them. Artorias, stay inside, Entha – Royal at some point or another slipper favourites or contenders and it uh, ran third in the slipper before it went out. The trailed away, it went up to Wyong and it's trailed uh, at home at Hawkesbury as well. Both were okay, they were fine. Um, definitely a contender. I think at the price is easy to take. I ultimately just took a set that the favourite was too short. I don't really think that generation form means much. I'm happy, much happier yes. as always to, to take the Sydney Carnival A-grade form. Uh, General Bow... Yep. Went into the Blue Diamond in the market. It uh, didn't do anything wrong all through that first prep. And I'm forgiving Jigsaw. It was out of play as soon as the other horse uh, took that lead and just burnt it and had to sit outside lead and uh, chased a long way out and was never comfortable. Uh, but I'm thinking, yeah, this was it $6. Uh, what was ingratiating here? Let's have a look. Uh, yeah, three, $4, $4 ingratiating, $6 Jigsaw. They're the two I'm sort of happy to look at here and happy to take on the favourite a little bit. Um, but that might be the first egg on my face moment of the spring. We'll find out. Yeah. Uh, I tend to agree with you. Excellent. The Group 3 uh, Quisette for the girls uh, doesn't have the same honour roll, but uh, last year was won by Bella Nipotina, um, whatever that means. But I, I really struggle with this. I, I can't give a tip here because I could... The only thing is, I would say is I'll give um, give chances to number two Heresy and Scorched Earth, who are going to be both twenties and can both potentially be um, really talented horses. But Arcaded had A grade form. Gimme Par, uh, it has a big spruik around it and won 
chased ingratiating first up and then um, had its win where it was ridden upside down second up. Uh, Najmati has trialled okay again off some very impressive first prep wins. Uh, did Could you stamp any of these or are you happy to, to see what happens? Yeah, really hard to to um, get a line on some of these. I just kind of looked for a little bit of value myself here and I, I come up with high, high, high. Um just as a as a to spec, uh, won its very first start quite convincingly, and then stepped up into some really good quality races. Uh, one behind Profiteer, where Profiteer brained them, and then the start after that was behind four moves ahead. Um, so pretty good um, racehorses there. And then after that, um, had a trial back in March, then was put out and brought back for a trial in July, which uh, bolted in by five lengths. Um, so obviously come back uh, quite well. Um, so I think it could be uh, a knockout chance here. Excellent. Yeah, very tough races. Uh, even going through something like See You in Spring can run well off a trip to Queensland. You, you can keep going. So uh, we will know more on uh, on Sunday than we will now, I suppose. The feature of the day is the Group 2 1,400-metre PB Lawrence Stakes, we've seen uh, some very good horses resuming this race. Savitiano won it last year. Before that, Mystic Journey, Mourinho, and then Poissant's de Lune, Who Be Got You and Shootout all resumed in this race to go into spring uh, spring campaigns. So I don't know if this is quite the uh, epic um, clash it has been in the past, but how are you lining them up? Mm. They're pretty disappointing field, to be honest. Yeah. Um, got some... You know, fairly, fairly probably average horses, you know, that uh, are well in the market here. You've got the likes of Best of Days, uh, around $7. Uh, hard to catch him on, know what, what they're going to do. Sans, Sanson was good first up. Um, I've gone for Superstorm. Uh, resuming here. Look, I think it's drawn well, assuming there's enough pace on. Uh, he'll sit back in the field and produce a really good finish in the end. Uh, again, I'll just come off the back of um, last preparation form. Uh, was outstanding without winning too many races, but uh, was in much better quality races than, than this. It was racing the likes of Diamond Effort, Behemoth, um, very elegant, uh, Mr. Quickie Buffalo River and uh, Colette. So that's a pretty good form for a race like this um, to be in and around the mark of that. This is probably the weakest field he's faced in a fair, fair amount of time. So I'm taking Superstorm. Absolutely no luck either. He just got and no luck either. That's right. So I'm expecting uh, Oliver to give this, you know, sort of sit middle of the pack and. Uh, Hopefully it's fresh enough and got got enough in in the tank to blow past them uh, in the last hundred. So superstorm for me, um, and uh, knockout chance Sierra Sue. It bounced back to form last start. Um, nice to see, and uh, potentially could follow that up. Yeah, I end up um, finding the same horse. The trial it's had, it's now either Denny O'Brien too, but the trial it just rolled along in front and rolled it in. I didn't have to do a great deal, but. Um, yeah, fresh last prep, 1,400-metre last prep, it was chasing Behemoth. I think I might have even tipped it that day to beat Behemoth, and it just was right, uh, stuck in and never got out. Uh, complete forgive, but it comes here uh, with fresh stables, had the prep in Melbourne. I think it's going to run really well. 
and I'm saying the other chance is Streets of Avalon, who's going to turn the tables on Samson, who just swooped and got it. It uh, will roll on pace, uh, fitter for the fitter for the first up run, and as the two group runs under its belt uh, over the course and distance at Caulfield. Um, pretty keen at they they might be the two best chances, and if we're gonna, when we get quality time, I wouldn't object to throwing Sierra Sue in just for a bit of value. Uh, and we wrap up the day with the 1,200-meter Regal Roller listed race where uh, our girl La Mexicana, apart from getting the money, didn't let us down last time. We better here. I don't think this is much of a tougher field. And um, for me, I'll, I'll be jumping back on Jamie Carr. Sticks on the gate suits. Uh, Jamie Carr put her right on the back of the leader and give her not much to do. And the to me the danger is outrageous, which is an outrageous price. It's twenty bucks. Well, I think it's twenty six dollars when I looked this afternoon. Um, and it'll be going in my quaddy, and I'll be having something on it. And then the two, I think that's about it for me. A little bit scared of away game, uh, but I think La Mexicana is a better horse, which is just a hunch. How are you finishing the day at Caulfield? Yeah, I'm sticking with La Mexicana. I thought last start was an outstanding run. I didn't think, it, given the run, I think it was uh, three wide most of the way. And uh, I, I just couldn't believe it got so close in the end. Um, I kind of had it written off on the turn and it just kept coming, coming, coming. Um, it only got done up the inside uh, by Leclerc, who she wouldn't have seen. That would have, yeah, yeah, that's right. And the, the thing that ran third was, the, was uh, sort of... That's right, Miss Albania who was bolded uh, in, uh, last week. who bolted in last week. So, look, um, La Mexicana is going to be super hard to beat here. Uh, knockout chance Pintoff's going great guns at the moment. So it could uh, jump out of the ground. Very good. For progroupracing.com.au, what's your best and value on PB Lawrence Stakes Day at Caulfield? Yes, my best of the day is race nine, Number seven, La Mexicana. Uh, hard to go past. And my value bet of the day is race seven, number nine. High, high, high. I like it. And uh, my best, I'll make my best race two, number four, High Stranger. And I'm going to make my value the last there. I, I've put La Mexicana on top, but I think outrageous is a outrageous price at the 20s. I think you can run a hole at least at that price. Um, in fact, we were on it at Melbourne, or Melbourne Cup Day last year when it was the same price and it, did it pretty easy. Um, let's get to Kembla, the support program there, which uh, has been moved from Rose Hill. Uh, very interesting meeting. I need to first of all mention progetracing.com.au again to fulfil our sponsorship obligations. Uh, check them out for their free tips and extensive guides. Uh, but, yeah, Kembla, the rail is in the three. It's good track. Um, typical Kembla's down the outside by the end of the day. Not so. The problem with this is it, this is a lead up to some proper racing, and the form coming in is not going to mean a lot because we're at Kembla, and the form going out is not going to mean a lot because it's Kembla form back to Roundwick, well, probably Roundwick the way COVID's going. So I'm not sure what we take out of this. Um, I guess all we can do is try and find some winners on the day. Um, yeah, as I said, running line, swoopers by the end of the day, I'm thinking is a way to play. Uh, highway kicks us off the 10 race card. Are you having anything to do with the highway? Uh, I was leaving the highway alone, mate. I'll have a look at these ones go around. That's fine with me. Although I, get a, I got a bit of a feeling that the, some of these races that I was doing the form, they all felt a bit like highways. They, that, they uh, it, it started, <laughs> it did start getting a bit um, tedious by the end of the card. Um, but yes. we'll see how we go. 
Uh, race two is the twelve hundred meter benchmark eighty eight, where I will. Um, it's the old thing. Big parades back. We know we get big parade. He trialed the same as big parade trials. If he turns up and he doesn't carry like a pork chop, he's probably going to roll along in front in a small field and win. Uh, if he doesn't, he's probably going to still roll along in front and all-time legend's going to win. So for the sake of a tip, I'm putting Big Parade on top, I think, uh, even despite the weight, Josh Powell takes him straight to the front and he's going to give you a sight. And um, main danger is Mama Ragan. Yeah, I think um, you've got it right there, Daggy, uh, with uh, race two. Um, the Big Parade again has tried well. Uh, and you're just a bit of a question mark on which Big Parade turns up on the day. But if the, the, the best Big Parade turns up, then I'm probably a bit too nippy for these. It'll go to the front and be hard to run down, uh, give you a bold sight. Probably was a little bit disappointed with all-time legend last start. Mm. Uh, started odds on... Uh, had, a, had a good enough run to win that race and uh, just maybe his condition gave out a bit, but chat went past it pretty easy. So, um, yeah, these two look to have it between them, but I'm leaning the way of Big Parade. Race number three is the uh, 2000 metre handicap, which sees Zigfield at 2000 metres, third up in Australia. Um, it was pretty good last start, and I'm thinking... J-Mac goes on now, and uh, it might be go time here. Happy to sort of back it. Muber is child since, and so is Lil Min, but they're both... Lil Min now has gone to Grafton, been beaten, and Muber is... Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll hit the line, but I'm thinking uh, on pace, Zigfield is the one to beat at least, whatever you said here. Yeah, I, thought, I think you yeah, might be right there. Zigfield does... Uh, present well now, third up after a spell. Uh, in a field like this, if it's going to win a race, this uh, this would need to be it. Um, but I, I am slightly concerned and, and worried about Mooberries. It's going well at the moment. They've freshened it up for this, and we know it'll run a good race. Um, so if there is any chink in Zigfield's armour um, and it doesn't finish the race off, Mooberries will test it. Race number four is the 1,200-metre benchmark 72 uh, Mr. Mozart's down to resume both here and Corford. Have you seen where it's going? No, I haven't. Um, it's still in the market here, so uh, probably won't know that till tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I think, or well, just for the record, actually, if it's here, if it's down in Caulfield, it probably puts Jigsaw out of play uh, in that other three-odd race, uh, which I didn't mention. But uh, I was happy to actually have a spec here. It's not generally for me to, to do it, but um, number seven, Tokuma. Was ultra impressive at Gosford. I thought uh, before that was super green and threw a race away on debut. He's brought it uh, to town here and um, just has a nice turn of foot. And I think this isn't a King of Sparta's a little bit disappointing last time. And I was back in grade. And there's not a lot else here. And I think maybe at about eight dollars fifty, it can give you a decent sight for your money drawn in the right part of the track. What do you think? Yeah, interesting race here. The one you've tipped also accepted for the next race um, yeah, where it's yeah. favourite. So it'll be interesting which race it does start in. Um, I went for the resumer in Bacchanalia uh, from the coming stable. Um, look, I, I, th I think it's... Uh, tried really well for this. Um, wasn't extended in uh, Hawkesbury. Um, but its form last preparation was good. I think its first 
start last preparation, finished sixth uh, at Caulfield in a race won by General Bow, which we've talked about earlier, which is in um, you know one of the big races uh, there tomorrow uh, or Saturday. Um, and then came to Canterbury, broke its maiden status, and then went and went to the Black Opal, um, which it wasn't disgraced uh, around the double-figure odds and only finished a couple of lengths off the likes of Kalishnikov. Uh, look, its trial suggested that it could come back and win a race of this nature first up, and uh, around the $6 mark, I, I think it's worth a play. The Midway is race number five, benchmark 72 as usual. Where if uh, Tokomar is here, I will be backing it, and I'll be pretty keen. If not, I'm not really sure. Um, yeah, all I can say is just looking through the market. This is a wide open one. Usually, I like these midways, but this is a wide open one. Something like Mystery Doble at twenties, I could back. Something like Hibiscus Lady at fifties, I could back. But um, and Barry Breeze around nine dollars. Yeah, so if if the favourites out, I will uh, probably play outside the market. Tin, I'm, I'm pretty keen. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking Bowery Breeze. Um, if that's the case, look, it's uh, been freshened for this. It uh, has really good fresh form. Um, it's first up where one in June was a nice win over Van Gears and then uh, ran a very nice trial, um, went to the line with Private Eye, uh, which is which is a good quality horse. So, uh, look, obviously had a few little few little issues with this horse, but they're persisting with it and maybe keeping it fresh is the trick. Um, so drawing the one gate uh, should be able to position up and uh, give a good bold sight here. Well, fresh winds over Zing and Van Giz both read pretty well for this race, don't they? So yep. um, maybe I will hone in a bit better there should um, Tosca uh, Tokomar come out. 2,000 metre benchmark, 78 is race number six. What a gala affair this is. Uh, how are you lining them all up? Yeah, look, I didn't I didn't really like a lot of the form here, so I went for the overseas horse that's only had the one start at sale, uh, Mayfair Spirit. Okay. Um, look, it, it's got reasonable form at, uh, in Great Britain uh, over a bit of ground, uh, resumed very nicely at sale over 1,600 uh, finished less than half a length behind Ed of the Throne in Warsaw's. Uh, Ed of the Throne won uh, yesterday in a midweek, um, finished that race off really nicely, hit the line hard. Uh, again, uh, Mara and Eustace, uh, you know, they keep bobbing up at the moment, and uh, this horse could be running over the top of them. It's not a tough affair, $7. Uh, look out. I went to um, Katea, 15 bucks here. I know. Uh, on paper, disappointing last time, but absolutely Buffett had been the widest runner at Kensington. Before that was a Saturday winner. It's $15. It's got the outside gate at this time of the day, and I'm happy to back again at that price. Uh, Crystal Pegasus was outside lead chasing and then just got nabbed by Wicklow, uh, who is a reasonable enough horse, and uh, I think will run well again. And Zing's $10 and was just given no chance last time. It goes Brock Ryan to... Hugh Bowman, and I think we'll run better out to the 2,000. They're the three I was looking at, but definitely respect Mayfair Spirit as well when we get to quarter time, which we didn't do at Caulfield. Now I've just remembered, um, but not much beyond that in this race. Uh, race number seven does start the aforementioned quaddy. 
where it is the spring preview over the 1400 meters. Do you like anything? Uh, very tricky affair, this one, with uh, a number of uh, reasonable chances in this. I I got it down to uh, three horses, uh, and I've ended up with going order again. Uh, it's an ultra-consistent horse, uh, won nicely last start. Um, I think he can back it up. Drawn the one gates, uh, can get the right run in transit here with Tom Sherry aboard. Um, look, it'll finish in the finish It'll figure in the finish, uh, really out of a place. So I expect it to be super hard to beat here. Oscar Zulu was in great form, disappointed last start, uh, freshened up for this. I think it'll run a better race than what it did last time. And so both the Waller horses there. And then as a knockout chance around the double figure odds, the resuming Cephas. Um, I think it can it could be a, a knockout chance again if they're running on. Obviously, looking for a bit further than this, uh, but uh, keen to see how he, how he performs first up. You uh, took all the words right out of my mouth. Oscar Zulu freshened up off um, that rail. It was the rails roundwick day as well, where it was back and last, and you couldn't win unless you're on the rails. Uh, and Cepheus was has had a couple of nice trials here from coming over from uh, where is it, from Dover, France, somewhere there. France, yeah, yeah, the French horse. I think they'll both run really well in order against the obvious class. Um, I think there's only three chances. I think fun fact, first up will roll along and be a bunny for all three of them. Um, yeah, sort of keen to bet, actually. Uh, race number eight, but, you know, I'm usually keen to bet Beaver, as you know. Race number eight is the, uh, <laughs> is the group this three. Is true. That's why we're here, mate. Exactly. Over the 300 metres for the three-year-olds, where we see the two that butted heads a number of times uh, up in Queensland, Tiger Malay and Subterranean, resume against some other horses here. Are you with the Queensland form, Beaver, which we uh, covered pretty well? Yeah, I've gone for Tiger of Malay here. Uh, I think its form up in Queensland was good enough for a race like uh, this at Kempler Grange, and I expect it to return in good order and be, be the hardest to beat in this race. Yeah, not much to add. Uh, it's his book J-Mac first up as well um, this is coming off group one stuff they're talking about Converge for a Cox Plate which I'll believe when I see but that is decent enough stuff here and if you like it Subterranean did have that win over it where I still don't know ah sorry it did beat Ranch Hand I don't know how that was Royal Ranch Hand and then started and then chased him a couple of times but um, keen enough Tiger Malay is the best horse and this probably be an easy watch I don't know where it heads. I'm assuming Golden Rose and whatnot down the road. But um, this is a weird mm. race. And I've got a feeling the big stables have dodged this to try and get uh, to look for a lead up at at Randwick for the those group ones. But there's not a strong race apart from that. So Tiger Malay, uh, one of the better bets on the program. The 1,400-meter benchmark 78 is race number nine. Do you have any idea here? No idea. <laughs> Absolutely. No idea. I, I thought the highway might be easier. It might be easier. I, I, I've got Steel Diamond on top, only because it was yeah. off the fence on the fence day. I think Dry Might Suit and Nash, that was just some reasoning I came up with. Um, I could have maybe found a glorious dream, but went against it because of the gate and because of the jockey. So just for the sake of a tip, Steel Diamond, but very little confidence for that. Yeah, I did the same. I... Um, 
the the Ruilla Waller combination I liked, and the fact is, um, Stuart Diamond has got some really good form at this track. It's had three starts, two wins in a second, uh, and therefore for me, uh, and and it's recent form. It's it's will sit midfield, um, fourth up, and the last two starts have been on heavy, which. Uh, probably hasn't totally suited it. So uh, I'm willing to forgive a little bit of that. And, you know, maybe, maybe it is the, the horse to back, but uh, yeah. Let's finish the day with the 400 meter benchmark 78. Uh, does this get any easier? Yeah, no, not really. Um, not much easier at all. Um, again, uh, almost a, Highway, midway, whatever you want to call them. Uh, I landed on uh, Rule the World. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it, I thought um, it finished off uh, first up really nicely. Uh, I know it was six of eight, um, but it only finished two lengths off the lead, and I think um, it did record the fastest last four hundred in the race. Um, so look. Got away a bit slow and then had to do too much uh, late. Uh, look, it'll be charging home at the end here. This isn't a strong field, uh, but it's an open field with plenty of chances. Um, yeah, it's kind of the way I led. Um, probably someone like Cordia that started favourite last start uh, was really disappointing. Always worries me when they get out to nearly $10. They sometimes show up after being last start favourite, but yeah. uh, rule the world for me. Yeah, I... There's probably three chances. I, I can't say I'm especially keen on all, but uh, Olympic Legend is going well enough and honest, but just doesn't win. Uh, I end up coming back to, I end up coming back to Blondeau, and I, I'm not overly confident about it. But um, by this time of the day, the draw suits. It's off a win, uh, and I think this is actually a bit weaker than what it's been taking on. Is there yeah, any confidence right. in that? No, because it's Blondeau. Um, so what does it all mean? At least Cuban Royale is going well enough. Um, and look, Pale King's fresh, Tommy Berry. Maybe there's some intent there, uh, but it is coming off Sandown midweek and can't charge in there. So I guess we haven't finished today with a great deal of confidence, uh, but a couple of chances. Uh, probably the two worst races of the day for the last two, which is disappointing. Uh, for progretracing.com.au, do you have a best and value at Kembla? I do have a best and value. Um, my best bet of the day, and now I've just lost him. Uh, yeah, race eight, number one, Tiger of Malay. Thought it was going to be hardest to beat. And then my value bet of the day was race six, number four, Mayfair Spirit. Very good. Uh, I've got an alternate one here. If Tokomo runs in a midway, I think it's the best. If it doesn't, I think it's value. And uh, Katea at $15, I'm pretty keen is will run a place at least at fifteen bucks in that race. Uh, it will make that, a, I guess, my uh, my best in value. However, you want to put those two together. We need to do quaddies, or we'll get roused on. Do you want to yep. do the uh, Kembla quaddie, or do you want to do the Caulfield quaddie? You tell me, mate. Both ready to go. We'll fire away at Kembla. Go on, just because I'm looking at it. No worries. Just okay, cool. So, Kembla, that's how I remember I'm going to go. Fun story, anyway. <laughs> that's not what she says. No. Um, number one, six, nine. That's it. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm happy, happy to leave. Happy to leave Frosty out. Yeah, happy to take it on. Uh, in the next race, uh, I like numbers one. There's a few knockout chances, so I'll go numbers one, two, and four. Yep. Uh, what about blue colour there, Brigantine off the off the win? As uh, populist couldn't get to the bend on uh, Wednesday, so publicist, sorry. No, one, two, four, one, two, four. Yep. I'm going to sit with that. Um, in the third leg, uh, tricky, tricky, tricky race there. Uh, we're going to go numbers one, two, three, six, and nine. Yep. And to finish the day, we're going to go number two, three, six, and 13. Are you taking on Pale King as well? Okay. Yep, taking on Pale King as well. Very good. Uh, so I'll head down for the record, head down to Caulfield and we'll put together a quarter there as well. Race, uh, first leg, we'll go one, three, and f- four and five. If Mr. Mozart's here, I'm happy to leave Jigsaw out. So just play that either way. The second leg, one, two, three, four, six, seven, nine. Third leg, two and four, Streets of Avalon and Superstorm. Nonconformist is a knockout. Yeah, yeah, nay. 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 All right. Sierra Sue. We'll put Sierra Sue in. Sierra Sue. Sierra Sue. So two, four, and ten. And we'll come home with three away game, four outrageous, seven La Mexicana, and ten Pintoff. Uh, nine and ten. We'll make. We'll throw Zoo Dancer in as well. No, nah, Zoo Dancer. We're gonna, done. We're gonna done. What about Crosshaven at twenties? Just to throw one at you. No, 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 no. Too many combinations, mate. We've got to keep it simple. All right. I'm happy to go seven and four if you really want to strip down. That's fine. All right. Uh, the King in the North. Uh, just quickly, I'll do more. Very quickly, the top way to win the uh, first, second, and third there. But very excited to see Behemoth take on Bo Rossa. What a race number eight, uh, no, race number six, sorry, at Morfittville. Looking forward to that because that'll be a big, big lead to the spring. Behemoth back uh, and taking on a good up-and-comer. So excited to see that. What have you got up north for us for the punters? So what were your tips there? Sorry, mate. Uh, one, races one, two, and three, number one at Morfittville. And then... Uh, That's scratched in race one. Is it really? Yeah, I've looked at it. Yeah, race Morfittville. one, number one, scratch. Oh, race yeah. one, number three, sorry. And then yeah. Ali, Ali Boone okay. will roll along and be hard to beat. Yeah. You're right. And, uh, yeah. yeah, so let's head up north. Eagle Farm is back on. Have you got anything up there? Yeah, I've got a couple of tips up at Eagle Farm there. Um, I've got race one, number one, Glorious Ruby. I think it'll be hard to beat. Uh, my next tip came up a little bit later in the day, I think. I'm just trying to find it here as I scroll through. Race four, number three, Profit. I um, think it'll be hard to beat. And then my next best uh, came up in race eight, number three, Pepe Lefeu. Very good, mate. 
So uh, for Beaver, the king in the north there, and for Daggy, this has been Progate Racing. Show us your tips. Good luck this weekend, punters, and we will see you all Tuesday night for our midweek preview. Take care and good punning.